7.30 here on your community radio station. That means it's time to check in with R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. Those of us from the Chicken Little Brigade might remember that I left off last week by calling attention to the impending fall from the sky of US-193, a 5,000-pound American military satellite that after its launch into space in December 2006 had died almost immediately and gone into a deteriorating orbit, steadily succumbing to Earth's gravity and daily becoming an increasing security concern because no one was really sure where the satellite containing the toxic rocket fuel hydrazine and carrying a secret, sophisticated imaging sensor, would land. Anyway, we're okay now, since at nearly the exact time as the total lunar eclipse was occurring, while the February moon, also known as the snow, hunger, storm, or wolf moon, became full. The Aegis cruiser USS Lake Erie, floating somewhere on the Pacific Ocean, fired an SM-3 missile at the bus-sized satellite 130 miles overhead, and reportedly destroyed it. Barely a half hour before, a friend of mine, Bronco Quick, that's really his name, had called to remind me about the lunar eclipse, which I'd forgotten about. So I hustled to get the tripod and telescope and cameras out to the back patio to have a look-see and to shoot some digitals and some good old-fashioned 35mm. I'd forgotten about the eclipse because I'd been so busy that afternoon and evening trying to catch up on yet a couple more Oscar-nominated movies I hadn't seen. This year, for some reason, more of the nominated movies were making it in DVD form to the rental franchises prior to the Academy Awards ceremonies than in previous years. My girlfriend and I have become real skinflints when it comes to watching movies. The only movie house we'll go to is our own home. If a film can't prove its metal projected onto the 20-inch screen of our television by either our DVD or our VHS players, then we're not interested. For the 80th Annual Academy Awards, 59 films received nominations vying for awards in 24 categories. Over the past year, we probably watched a couple hundred movies, although we only managed to see about half of the films that received Oscar nominations. The first television broadcast of the Academy Awards was in 1953, the year I was born, and the first color telecast was in 1966, the year one of my favorite actresses, Julie Christie, won an Oscar for her performance in Darling, seen by some as a landmark British film made during the kitchen sink drama period. Darling had actually been made in 1965, the same year Christie starred in Dr. Zhivago, based on Boris Pasternak's novel. For the next two years, she would also star in other films based on novels by well-known writers. In 1966, as a schoolteacher who dares to read books in a future where books are burned, in Fahrenheit 451, adapted from Ray Bradbury's masterpiece. And in 1967, in Far From the Madding Crowd, adapted from Thomas Hardy's novel. Fortunately, our local movie rental place had Away From Her, the film for which Julie Christie's performance as an Alzheimer's victim was nominated for an Oscar this year. We were hauntingly impressed by her portrayal, as both my girlfriend and I have had close family members who suffered from Alzheimer's, and we were rooting for her to win the Oscar. But when she didn't, we were glad instead that Marion Cotillard won Best Actress for her role as the legendary singer Edith Piaf in La Vie en Rose, a film we found remarkable for how it dealt thematically with the indomitability of the human spirit. By midnight, when the ceremony had concluded, we remained more or less satisfied with the nominated films we had personally seen and more or less resolute not to bother seeing most of the other films that either hadn't been available to us in DVD or hadn't appealed to us to begin with with a few exceptions that I can't reveal now. We were, however, especially pleased that Glenn Hansard 
and Marketa Irglova, the stars of a low-budget, though nonetheless fabulous, Irish film entitled Once, won Oscars for their song, Falling Slowly. So now we're on a new year of watching movies, gradually waiting to see how closely the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, which first became a legal corporation in 1927, will jive with our taste next year. How do the Chinese say it? Gung hoi, fat choi? For now, from Orono, Maine, have a good February day. Thank you.